Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is Back in Time. I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. Where are we going today, Back we in Time? We are going old school, All the 1991. Way. Yeah. Get the 90s out. Hey. I know, right? Like early 90s, girl. We're doing can't let go. Let's go. Or can't let go. Can't? Yes. Or can't. Depend, Depends on where you're where from. You're from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. Uh-huh. It all, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Um, so this is Mariah's uh, sixth single, her uh-huh. first song to not go number one. Ooh. Yeah. Label was going crazy. They're like, "What? It didn't go because it didn't go number one." Yeah. Oh, honey, they were riding. Well, but here's the thing, though. They were. Oh, they wanted a number one. You know, they did. Yeah. Because like Mariah, she set a record with her first five singles all going number one. Yeah. But it's also sort of the record label's fault. Well, apparently, according to the internet, uh, when it was the single was at number two, the record label pulled production of the single. Because they wanted the album to start selling. Right. They stopped they sending out the they, single. They sabotaged it. Because they wanted people to buy the album. Yeah. Whereas, then that was like way back. That's when the music industry was a whole different thing. Well, because if you're working the retail end of it all, you, you know, people will come in and say, oh, do you have the new Mariah Carey single? And then you'd say, actually, we don't have it, but we have the album. People right. People will just go for the They'd album. They'd rather get a $16 sale yes. than a $5 sale. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the record label sort of flipped the script on this song. Mm-hmm. And it, because back in the day, if you weren't, it was the physical singles. Yes. It wasn't, there was no streaming. There was none of this. Yeah, it was yeah. all of that. And they, because the album wasn't selling as much as the first album was, yeah. they, back in the day, it was bigger and better to have a higher selling album yes. than it was to have a one hit single. Exactly. So they were going that route. Whereas today it's all about having the hit single mm-hmm. and nobody cares about the album, mm-hmm. but that's what happened when streaming came along. Yeah. Um, well, it was kind of flipped. People just pick the songs they want off an album now. Of course. And they don't buy the whole album. Yeah. 
That's why, like that, I mean, that's yeah. one of the reasons why artists have to go out and perform all the time, all the time, yeah. and make money through different avenues. Yeah. Because the money isn't coming in from albums anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day, you didn't have the opportunity to, to just buy a song. Yeah. Like, if it was not a single, a physical single, mm-hmm. you had to buy the album. Yeah. So that's sort of the situation that had happened with Can't Let Go. But also, like, to make the album, they invest a lot of money just to get it made. They've got to figure out how to make that money back quick. Well, yeah. Before, like, the buzz I dies mean, out. There's a whole lot of things that, yeah. that play into the effect of old school, early 90s music, music industry. industry. Because also, the early 90s, like, right after Mariah came out is when, in the U.S. at least, is the, um, the, the Nielsen... Um, sound sound scan whatever scan but you know, it's called something system. else it's sound scan sound scan yeah uh-huh. yeah I don't know why I said Nielsen it's Nielsen it is Nielsen yeah they do it sound scan okay sound scan era yeah right exactly started. Like that, that started so then it was like a whole nother thing like, and they do like they counted the radio play right I or just sales I think they just counted sales uh. because before Nielsen sounds scan yeah and lambs please correct me if i'm wrong i know you will but i think they judged how many records they sold yeah off of like a mathematical equation oh like if we send out a million records yeah like the record store is going to need a fulfillment yeah and when that when they're requesting a fulfillment then we know we've sold so many copies right so it was really just like a a mathematical thing like a guess guesstimate like a guesstimate oh you know what i mean interesting i think that's how it was going because there was no official way to track it to count it it yeah. was more of what did the record company send out right so if you send out a million copies that's how many are out and then you see that the thing is depleting i wonder how it works because i know in, like the retail end of it all did affect like the chart system because I used to work in a record store right at so, one point but so we had out so I can't remember how it used to be it used to be something there was a way to do it but when the computers kicked in we had to like send our data like by Tuesday night or something like that right to like the counting people right because I'm sure the chart was going to come out yeah and they uh-huh. needed to know the numbers exactly and it was a whole thing like I would get in trouble if you forget Yes. Like it was a whole problem. Yeah, oh, you can't forget that, girl, because that's, that's big. That's legit. Yeah, yeah. What do they call it down in um, Australia? The R- ARIA. 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 The Australian Record Industry Association. Look at that, girl. Yeah, ARIA. Oh, yeah. So that was sort of the same here, but I think it was more of like a guesstimate hmm. of like what was actually sold and, and not sold. Yeah. I think. I think that's how the system went for the longest time. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, of course, you know, there was the radio, the airplay that, like, factored into the final, like, Hot 100 chart. Yeah. Or, like, the radio airplay chart. Mm. Like, those, I think, you were, like, much more able to keep track of. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. I know, right? It's all so fascinating. I mean, and obviously, when I was a little baby gay, listening to Can't Let Go and shit, I didn't know what... I'm just yeah. out and I'm over there swinging my head back and forth. Can't let go thinking my boyfriend had just left me. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like 10 years old. Uh-huh. I was n- not even 10. Um, 
That's what I was thinking about. See, I didn't discover it until I like jumped on the rainbow train and started going right. backwards. Uh-huh. And then got the MTV unplugged and then come to the end of unplugged. I'm like, what is this song? What is that? Okay. Cause okay. Let, for, let's get into <laughs> the song itself. So it did its chart, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The song itself is written by Mariah and Walter. Asanasiaf. <laughs> yes. I can never say that, that last name. I'm so sorry. Our ex-friend. Right. Now, this, I think, may or may not have been, like, their, like, legit, like, second song that they ever, ever worked on. Because she had just, like, ended um, relationship, her writing relationship with um, Ben Margulies. Right. But that, and I don't really know what happened there, but I think that was a Time and Matola deal. Probably. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I think he was <laughs> the one who wanted to out Ben Margulies. To bring in Walter. Right. Mm-hmm. To bring in Walter and other big name producers that everyone like Whitney was working with yeah. and Celine was working with. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, I want this. But Mariah's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Because her and Ben... They had a contract with each other. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Mariah basically had to like, she had to buy him out and then continue to give like residuals or something to him. Hello, Glitter. When, um, you know, Dice is trying to buy out the contract from the uh-huh. other guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Terrence Howard. And he's like, I want $10,000 or whatever. Yeah. That's how, that's how it yes. was. It was, it was a scandal though. And I mean, I don't know how Mariah and Ben's relationship is nowadays or how it really ended but Tommy Mottola had his hand in that well so it could he, have allegedly been like a little mafiosa situation allegedly a who? mafia oh a mafia yeah oh allegedly uh, yeah maybe. of course who knows I don't know those days those days the wild west of yeah. uh, the, the music wild industry. west of New York City music <laughs> yeah. yeah you never know and you know sometimes you gotta let people go yeah but anyways long story short Walter comes in uh-huh. and he'd been working with some big name people, but he was what was going, he, he and Mariah were creating those middle of the road, mm-hmm. you know, power ballads. Yeah. Like that's, that was their framework. Mm-hmm. Cause that's basically all they did together were, were the ballads, yeah. even up until like, you know, their last Butterfly things together stuff, yeah. or well, glitter. lead the way. Yeah. Lead the way. Um, Lead the way. Whenever you call. Whenever you call. My all. My, yeah, all of those things the are ballads. All, the yeah. ballads were their golden child yeah. together. So this was um, the second one that they had released together. And it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely beautiful. Her vocals are beautiful. Now, she wrote the song. Uh-huh. Oh, all yeah. by herself. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Well... Well, let's get into this, though, because there was a scandalation over the whole song. Oh, see, I didn't know that until recently. Oh, yes. This was, I think we mentioned on our Hero back in time that Hero had a lot of, like, lawsuits against it. Yeah. But there were songs even before, and Can't Let Go was, I think, one of the first that had a lot of um, copyright plagiarism. Oh, really? um, Lawsuits against it. Now, I remember from way back in the day um, reading this story about the whole can't let go thing. And I remember hearing that there was this group who had written a song. I don't even remember the name of the song. Um, and they had get, they were friends with, could be wrong on this trailer ends. Oh, and they had given trailer ends their demo tape. Uh huh. Nothing ever happened of it. I don't know what kind of friendship, what relationship Trey. It could have been one of her other backup singers as well. I'm not quite sure because mm. she had like two other main male backup singers at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think it was Trey Lorenz. And so the song comes out 
And these songwriters are like, hold on a minute. That's our song. That's our song. And we gave your backup singer uh-uh. our, our track. Yeah. So he obviously played it, it for you. you. Oh, it no. got stuck in your head. But honey, that's our song. Yeah. So blah, blah, blah. This drug, drug out for like many years. Do they have an actual track? They did. I think I think you can go and listen to it. I, I can't really? remember. Um, but they brought it to court. And I remember that um, they wanted, like, all kind of, like, writing things. They're like, okay, well, their lawyer wants... Um, no, their lawyer wanted to see, well, I want to see the collaboration. Like, oh. what info do you have that proves the collaboration between you and Walter? Yeah. Because blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I guess Mariah had submitted, like, a bunch of stuff, like, demos, scratch vocals, mm. and, like, writing things, mm. papers. And eventually the judge um, ruled in favor of Mariah. Because now, like, when you do a writing session for a big label, they, it's that's documented. That Like, the room you're in is recorded. What did you do? Uh-huh. What did you say? Well, I think it was like yeah. that back then as that well. Too. Yeah, they have to. They had to. Yeah. Just for these instances. Copyright inter- yeah. things. And that's also why... Mariah, I've heard her say, like, way back in these days when she was getting lawsuit after lawsuit, she's mm. like, I will not ever take anyone's demo tape. Like, yeah. I can't do that yeah. because look what's going to, you know, happen. Exactly. And I, I, I think it was, like, very subtle, the the, the similarities, oh. that it could just really be anything. Just coincidence. Just a coincidence. But anyways, Mariah won. Yeah. She was, you know. The judge. Gave a verdict. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so that's a good thing. We yeah. didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. And I think like Mariah's PR people sort of swept it under. Uh-huh. You know, like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But Mariah's had to suffer from that. And this is one of those songs. But anyways, the song is beautiful. Hasn't, it happened, is about, hasn't happened in a while, right? A lawsuit? Not for, for Mariah. She got, not she for got, music, but she had the nanny issue. Oh, that kind of shit. Oh, no, that kind whatever. of stupid, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you can't always blame that on Mariah. No, no. Like there's, there's Mariah's payroll. a corporation yeah. here, honey. Yes. There's <laughs> other HR people you need to be talking about <laughs> yeah. if you feel you ain't getting your paycheck. <laughs> okay? Because Mariah ain't signing her paycheck, and that's a problem, A problem, too. yes. <laughs> we need her to sign her checks. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> back to the song. Ba- back to the song. Beautiful, soft ballad. I love her vocals on it. Mm-hmm. It's all about this boyfriend who left her and she can't let go. I mean, and who has not been in that situation? Yeah. Again, in her wheelhouse of like being the dump E. The dump be- E. Being dumped. Yes. Being the victim uh-huh. of being dumped. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like the dump E. Yes. Uh-huh. That's right. Expressing those feelings of like mm-hmm. longing and sorrow and, but secretly and- still like yearning for him. Right. There you are, holding her her hand. Reading her diary again. Yes. Okay. Well, that's why I love this song, because Mm -hmm. even when I was a baby gay, never had no damn boyfriend, ain't nobody broke my heart. Honey, I was longing for some man that I didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah. But speaking of the (laughs) writing in a diary, I was like, somebody going to break my heart one day. Yeah. This song going to come in handy, girl. Uh uh Um, 
Okay, so the song is beautiful. We love all the lyrics. It's structured very classically. Classic Walter and Mariah. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the music video. Mm. Because in the music... <laughs> see, I don't think it's that questionable. But speaking of like <laughs> handwritten lyrics, there, there are some of those up close shots of like Mariah's handwriting. Yes. Like, so it is very like journal, uh-huh. journal diary-esque. Um, well, the video, she's like very... Is very heady She's kind of just Wandering around by herself Uh huh And it's done in a soft Black and white Soft focus Yes Okay So I I remember (laughs) When this video came out I remember seeing it And I remember being In awe of it Because For me Fan from day one This was the first time That you see Mariah With straight hair Oh You know Like it's pulled back In like you know An upper east side Old lady what is that? Like a French twist or something? Oh my God! Is that what it is? It yes. might be. Yeah, I think it is a French twist. <laughs> Can you believe? <laughs> Could you imagine if someone was walking around in this day and age with that hair? French st- twist, honey. I think they do over there. They might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the east side. <laughs> but I love. I, back in the day. I loved this look on Mariah. I thought it Did was you? so sexy and so beautiful and so sophisticated and elegant. Uh-huh. You know, coming from a lot of the things that we've seen already from her, we saw emotions where she's the girl next door just running around with her friends. We mm-hmm. saw, you know, vision of love where she's just this young girl. We saw someday, like she was more adult yes. in this video. Well, she they're was, trying to sell to adults, exactly. not, not the young right. kids. And you think about this song, the emotion that she gives in it, the visual that mm. she gives with the music video is so mature. Very. Beyond her years. Yeah. That you would not think that's a 21-year-old woman right there. Oh, yeah. You would be like, oh, she's got to be 30. Mm-hmm. Even though she looks beautiful and young, you know what I mean? But yeah. you, back in those days, to give an image like that, you had to be older, established, money, yeah. wealth. But also in those days, it wasn't, it wasn't that crazy to be 21 and married with a kid. No, and it's not today either. Well, but or well, the married, kid part yes. is definitely yeah, <laughs> not, not crazy. Yeah. But so that, no, that image was very sellable. Yeah, uh-huh. it really was. Yeah. And she worked it. I thought she looked beautiful. But you know, now if you look back at it, yeah. you're like, okay, this is dated. She hates it. This is she, not Mariah's style. She's miserable. We love this short little mini skirt and we love that like there's a deep V uh-huh. neck. Yeah. Like that's very Mariah. Mm. But like that is just not Mariah. Yeah. The video is not Mariah at all. You can tell she hated every minute. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful video, though. I still watch it. Do you? I don't watch I it. I do. See, I go straight to the Unplugged. It's soft. It's elegant. It's beauty. See, I prefer the Unplugged version versus the album version. I like Can't Let Go so much. I love all the versions. Although the oh, Can't really? Let Go Unplugged is really good. It's the best. I go back and watch this video every once in a while. Oh, just for the soft beauty of it. That's but it. That's all I got to say. It's never Two been released. It's never been released anywhere. She never put it on a, like a, a DVD compilation or something. Did she? No. No. You had to like dig for it up on the. Well, now it's on Vivo, right? It's on Vivo, they're, but they put everything yeah. up there now. See, I just find to have a. I have a hard time liking it because I'm. I'm the. Le, uh, the you're the new, Mariah. You're like the new Mariah, and I know the story of like all that stuff. Yeah. So I can't get into it. I mean, for me, again, it's that whole nostalgic thing. And I remember it, and I just, I, I just. It's nostalgic uh-huh. for me, so I love it, and I just love the lyrics because I just remember singing my little heart out to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's why I love it. But I will say, uh, why they got so many damn plants in it? A lot of plants. She's just showing the cactuses, <laughs> the fucking trees. Got a rose in her hand. Uh-huh. So strange. Yeah, <laughs> but. 
Soft, soft and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, it's hard to make a video to that anyway. Yeah. But those were what videos were like yeah. back in the day. They were very sort of simple. Like, you just needed a fucking a visual. visual. That was it. Yeah. Not everything had to be, like, so over the top. Was that the second video they made off Emotions, the album? Because the Emotions... It was then... Emotions, Can't Let Go, and then Make It Happen. Uh-huh. Um... And I think that was it. Yeah. There was like some, I think there was like a promotional video for like the at home with Mariah Carey. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. For like to be around you or something, but it wasn't like a music video. Right. Like a promotion thing. Um, Okay. But now let's go into our favorite versions or live versions. Okay. Because I think, you know, even though I go back to the studio version, the album version, well, here's the thing. The album version is a little bit different than the single version. If you listen closely, because the the open the intro is a little different on the album. Okay, and there are I think there's just more layers to the vocals. Oh, there it's so subtle, subtle you wouldn't know, but I think like they cut some of that like to make it fit for radio. For radio, uh, yeah. Okay, but I do believe that there was like a album version that was a little bit different. Uh huh. Very subtle. Um, but see, I guess I can't get past the MTV Unplugged. Well, cause because it, it is one of the best. Yeah, because but the album version doesn't have like the rawness of the emotion that she serves in the unplugged. But it has those strong vocals and oh, that great it, high note. What the album? Or the album. Unplugged? Yes, it does. It has that. No, I know, but I prefer the strong <laughs> vocals live. I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying. I'm trying to like you know justify the album version. <laughs> okay, so everybody knows the unplugged. Yes, we've done an unplugged episode. Yes, we talked about our love for it, uh-huh. but we're gonna go there again. Yeah, so good. Spur of the moment. Spur of the moment. But I want to do this one for you because I thank you so much for coming. You've been great for me. You know, I'm not used to doing this, and you guys made it great for me, so I just want to thank you so much. vocal the backup vocals yeah she had all the girls with her mm-hmm. it's so soft yep and then at the end she just brings it yeah just Effortless, brings effort, it effortlessly effortlessly <laughs> yes it's hard effort, effortlessly 
<laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. And sometimes that's where the magic lies uh-huh. when you keep it very simple. Let's see, now I'm thinking back to when she was on the triumphant tour in Australia. Same thing happened. Spur, Spur of, of the, the moment. moment. Didn't rehearse it. She sounded exactly like MTV Unplugged. Right. And served it. Yes. I mean, literally, like, note for note. Yeah. sounding amazing. I couldn't believe it. I was there for that when it happened. A girl, did you die? Died. Because I had gone to the Gold Coast show um, a couple of days earlier and I, and I happened to be in Australia getting a visa at the time. I didn't know she was coming. Like It all just happened at once. And so I had gone to the Gold Coast show, loved it, and then got to Sydney, back to home to Sydney. I didn't have a, a ticket. So I was like, oh, fuck, I need to see Mariah in my hometown. I've seen her everywhere else <laughs> except here. Got my ticket, last minute. I was, like, right at the back. Didn't care. Went, went by myself. And I was, wasn't freaking out because I had just got seen her a few days earlier. Right. So, so you got, know what to expect. Yeah. So I got to, like, just chill and enjoy it. Anyway, we get to that part where she, like, start, slows down and starts talking and then goes into it. So I'm there dying. Like, oh, my God. Oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. And she gave not only just can't let go, but, like, like the, love, love takes, takes time. time uh-huh. Like, a medley of it. Yeah. Dead. People were going nuts. Dead. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. Because I knew it wasn't, like, part of the show, so I wasn't, like, secretly thinking, is this lip-synced or whatever, or a track. See? So I, I knew, I was like, oh, my God, that just happened. And she sounded just like uh-huh. the fucking... Unplugged. Unplugged. From a thousand years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. And people talk about Mariah can't still bring it. Uh-huh. Give me a break. Yeah. Those are two amazing performances. Mm-hmm. I wish that she would have, like... In Australia, done the whole song. Oh, that would have been too much. But she really yeah. gave us everything we wanted right there. And that's. I mean, I remember watching that on YouTube over and over and over and over again. Yeah, it was such a magical moment. I know. That's why "Can't Let Go" has so much magic. It it's does. so special. But so let's talk about it in Vegas. She brought it back to the Butterfly Returns. It do- almost doesn't have that off spur of the moment quality about it. When she does it. Well, true. However, but I like how it's like redone. Like it's funked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. She sort of starts off really like um, unstructured. Acapella-ish. Yeah. You know, just like a little piano in the back. Uh-huh. And then second verse comes in and she like sort of brings it back to like, you know, the classic brings sound. A, brings a beat. Yeah. 
But it sounds. It I love sounds it that way. It's funked up. I'm saying keep this in the oh, set list oh. for. Ever because yeah, yeah, she yeah. does sound still beautiful. Oh, she sounds great. She sounds amazing. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, oh, it, again, it's not those spur of the moment ones, uh-huh. and those are like what are the magical ones? Real magic. Although I will say, one of my favorite performances is from Saturday Night Live. Mm, that was a solid one. That is a solid one because that was huge for her. That was that was a, a big thing because yeah. you know, um, well they they. Debuted the first live performance on Arsenio Hall, which was a huge show back then, uh-huh. with this pink little satin number. Yeah. Really great. You can watch it on YouTube, obviously. I'm telling you, the Saturday Night Live, so amazing. She brings, like, you know how, like we were saying, sort of Australia or even Unplugged, it's very sort of soft. Uh-huh. And even nowadays, she does half the song really softly. Yeah. I think... Saturday Night Live, she uses a lot of her full power, uh-huh. especially in the second half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is just, and she got some growls up in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of my favorites. It's good. Saturday yeah. Night Live. Also by this stage doing like Can't Let Go Live, we're really showcasing the high note now. Right. Big time. Mm-hmm. Because we have, it's not like a little thing in the song. Like now it's like the ending the song. Right. Like most of the, like, if you think about it. emotions. It. Like now we're pushing it now. Right. Exactly. Now, we have emotions. now you've had all these hit songs With and high all notes. of them have a high note. Yeah. So Make It Happen, which is the next single, actually was the first single not to have a high note. Uh-huh. Isn't that something? Yeah. But the high note for Can't Let Go is really interesting. When she did it live, even back then, yeah. sometimes she would do a short high note. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she would do a longer high note mm-hmm. that like went from note to note, but mm-hmm. still high. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what that is. You'd have to ask someone in music what uh-huh. key or what she did. But um, that's why I think Saturday Night Live is one of the better high notes. Because uh. I've seen her do it at a couple different things. Um, Saturday Night Live, great high note. Right. Arsenio was a great high note, too. Obviously, Unplugged was Unplugged, a great high note. Really good high note. But it was very airy. Yeah, it was a very airy, long high note. Uh huh. But it was a good one. Beautiful, though. Yeah, very soft. Uh huh. But high. Yeah, and good. <laughs> It's good. It's a good song. It is a really good song. I'm glad it's back and she hasn't like shunned it. I think it's one of the perfect like old school songs to bring back. Yeah. You know, like she for number ones, you know, the number one to infinity show in Vegas. Like, yeah, she gave us the love takes time. Mm. She gave us the I don't want to cry someday. Like those are all great old school songs. Mm -hmm. But this one is just a little bit more obscure because people don't talk about it as much because it's not a number one. 
Right. I want to hear it. Yeah. Like that to me is an obscure Mariah song. Do you think she fell in love with it again when she had to like redo it for Can't Say No? Possibly. Possibly. Because I think that brought new life to it. Yeah. And she had to, like she had to work on it. It wasn't just like cut from the No, it was all new both Yeah. Renzel. I love you, baby. I'm not even a big fan of Rick Ross. Eh. I give or take. Uh-huh. But they redid the song, sampled Mariah. Yeah. Changed the lyric. Changed the lyric. But what is still there and what drives the entire song mm. is the melody mm-hmm. from Can't Let Go. Mm-hmm. Like Rick Ross is basically rapping or whatever he does uh-huh. to the Can't Let Go melody. Yes. And then Mariah's sort of like singing the hook, yep. sash, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it works beautifully. Yeah. I think he brought himself down a little bit from what he normally does, although I don't really know what he normally does. Uh-huh. But it worked perfectly. And I thought it could have been a hit. Yeah. It sounded good. Me too, but no one promoted it. No promotion, no nothing. I nothing. don't even think he had a hit off that whole entire album. And it was like, that was an interesting, <clears throat> highly anticipated album too. It was, because yeah. he was like big in that, that moment. That moment, yeah. Okay, but let's talk about a little bit about how, because Drake had just done his song where he took emotions. Yes. And that became a little bit of a hit. Uh-huh. I mean, it was top 10. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. So it's, I love how these people are going back and being inspired by early Mariah. Early Mariah. Yeah. But not just early Mariah, Emotions album Mariah, uh-huh. which is a very underrated early album from Mariah. Yeah. Cause it really has everything you want on it. Yeah. Like it's a solid album. It is so well done. Mm. Vocal, lyric, production. Mm-hmm. I mean, the imagery, everything was really, really well done. So I love that like these new artists are like going back for that album, mm-hmm. songs from that album for not, inspiration. Like not the first album, they went to that one. Right, exactly. Or Music Box. Right. The big selling album. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right, because there's so many other things that they could have like ripped from or yeah. t- taken from, but those are so unique. Yeah. And they're so like... Amazing, yeah. Those two songs and that album in general. So mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of what people have been doing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Ross or whoever from stuff from this album. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god! Wait till we do an unplugged or not an on emotions. <laughs> a back in time on emotions because <laughs> yeah. girl, it's going to be amazing. There's some good stuff in there. There is, but can't let go is definitely a highlight. I'm so glad she brought it back. I know. I'm happy I to hope, see it back. I hope it sticks yeah. around for a while. I hope she keeps it in. I want to see it like because that's something I want to see live. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't want to see it on YouTube where someone's no. taped it. Uh-huh. You know, you want to see it really live. The only thing, and this is just being nitpicky. Yeah, I would like it stripped down even more. Me too. You know what I mean? Make it like that off the cuff moment. Yeah, make it like that unplugged that oh. Australia moment because those yeah. were really highlights. Um. Or maybe just do that once randomly. Yeah. You know, yeah. or, you know, every other time do it how you regularly mm-hmm, do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm glad it's back and I fucking love this song. Uh-huh, so me too. Go back and relive this moment, honey. Go back, watch all the performances. Yes. New, old, and everywhere in between. Let yeah. us know what your favorites are. Yeah. I mean, Unplugged is legendary. Legendary. If you haven't seen it, you have to. Necessary homework. Same with Saturday Night Live. It's hard to That's find a good, the good quality of that one, especially on YouTube because they like to take it down all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's out there. Mm-hmm. You can find it. And then obviously, yep. the spur of the moment from Australia. 
Honey, you could live you could live a lifetime off, off, off of that, that performance. I know, I know. <laughs> so good. So amazing. So anyways, guys. All right. Well, tell us what you think. Uh-huh. Um, send us your mail, mariahreport at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on social media, Mariah Report. Yes, all, all over. All things. Share with your friends. It's important to tell people about the podcast to help us grow. Mm-hmm. And then you can have a conversation about it with your friends. Exactly. Yeah. They'll love you for it. I know. I promise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? And iTunes reviews. We love iTunes reviews and we read them Or all. Apple Podcasts is what it's called. I think it's a bit of both. Okay. Because you, you can do it, it on iTunes. iTunes. But Apple Podcast app. Yes. Right there on your iPhone. Subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Or oh, Apple rate, Podcast. <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what you do. What else? I think that's about it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Living it up for Can't Let Go. Go and get into it. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.